0: Hello, welcome back to Jungle Confidential, the male's podcast and your place to hear all of the I'm a Celeb gossip. It's been quite a week in the jungle, hasn't it? Particularly for Matt Hancock. We saw him eat a sheep's vagina and a camel's penis. I'm not sure it gets much worse than that. Then he and my favourite Owen got gunged in custard, brown sauce and some kind of fish eye concoction in their Who Wants to be a Millionaire challenge. As if that wasn't enough for our favourite former health secretary, he then got stung by a scorpion. It, of course, had to be him, didn't it? Then last night, he took on the House of Horrors challenge, coming face-to-face with huge snakes. Then he was voted to be camp leader, a role he says makes up for losing out to Boris Johnson in the leadership contest back in 2019. It really is the Matt Hancock show. But today's Jungle Confidential is all about Gillian McKeith, a member of the class of 2010... Her moment when she fainted became one of the most memorable moments of the series ever. Good morning, Gillian. It really is the Matt Hancock show, isn't it?
1: I was just about to say that, you took the words out of my mm. mouth. Is the Matt Hancock show, mm. without a doubt.
0: Mm. Um I, I mean I mean my view is that he's turning he's turning it round. He's certainly turning the public perceptions around. And actually the campmates, bar one, who we'll talk about shortly, boy George, um, seem to quite like him. What do you think of that?
1: The issue that I have and that I think most of the country Mm -hmm. has is that a sitting MP is on a reality show. Mm -hmm. And in particular, this reality show that garners a huge watching audience. Mm -hmm. And a sitting MP needs to be with his constituents doing the job that a sitting MP does. I don't think people would be as upset if a sitting MP was no longer a sitting MP, finished that job, and then went on and did whatever they want to do with reality TV, if that is what they want to do. But there's no way that a sitting MP should be sitting on a reality show at absurd. third. And that's just one complaint. But if you look at the mood of the country, there's a vast majority who are very upset. Number one, that he's there because he's a sitting MP. Number two, he broke his own lockdown rules that he revealed the other day on I'm a celebrity. That were not rules; were guidance. Which, if you ask most people, they really thought it was law. Some people were even arrested. There were all kinds of awful things happened to people. Plus, vast majority of the country hold him responsible for the misery and awfulness that happened to people and their livelihoods. And Mm. so, there's a huge upset, without a doubt. Now, what's happened? is that he has surprised people in his amiability Mm. on this show. And he's come across as very friendly and amiable. Mm. And I do actually think he's winning people over, but there's still a vast majority who are not happy.
0: Despite being repeatedly voted to do the Bush Tucker trials, he gets really stuck in, doesn't he? There's nothing that seems to phase him. He you, repeatedly
1: voted to do the trials because I think people are voting because they want to make him suffer.
0: Yes, absolutely. However,
1: he's not bothered. It's not, he, is <laughs> he has no fears. You can see that. He just gets on with it. Oh, it's like breathing to him. It's not a bother. So there's no real scary entertainment value from him in that effect. Mm. You just know he's going to do it. He's going to deliver the stars. He's going to bring back the extra food for the camp.
0: Now, so now we, happy with him. you obviously famously fainted on I'm a Celebrity um, during a, during a Bush Tucker trial, which was an awful one, wasn't it? I mean, being, you know, rats and uh, chained up underground is, is horrific. You said it gave you PTSD. Do you think that is something that perhaps may happen to Matt Hancock if this carries on? Because some of these things are pretty hard, aren't they?
1: I don't think that
0: Matt Hancock will be suffering from PTSD from anything to do with I'm
1: a Celebrity. If he has any PTSD, it will be to do with the mood of the country towards Mm -hmm. him going into the show in the first place. But look, he's almost like the poster boy for everything wrong politically. And he has gone in there to supposedly talk about dyslexia. But I'm not sure how eating an animal's penis is letting us know much about dyslexia, and he hasn't mentioned it even once. Now, of course, the show is edited, mm-hmm. but I highly doubt they would have edited out anything to do with dyslexia. So we're still waiting.
0: Well, that's that's interesting, isn't it? Because I, I, again, this is a conversation that many people are having about. You know, he really made a big deal about his dyslexia um, bill, which which is going to be heard in Parliament a couple of days after the show ends. Of course, of course, you're right. You know, he may be talking about it. I see, there are 24 hours. Of a, a filming aren't there which is edited down to an hour as you well know and they'll edit it to what they want and how they want for people to come across but it's not a great look for him is it?
1: No it's not because if he was so keen to talk about this very important cause and something that many are suffering from, dyslexia, then don't you think it would be the first thing he would say when he gets in there? Yeah, to make sure that it's on. He hasn't mentioned it once. If you didn't know anything about Matt Hancock, about anything to do with the lockdowns and all the things that went on under his watch... You would think, well, I know this because I've looked up the online feedback on him and people are starting to like him.
0: Apart from Boy George. Now, Boy George, I mean, look, he even he seems to have slightly, slightly sort of moving towards liking him. But last night he couldn't help it could he, he couldn't help but to show his disdain. I mean, particularly when they were voting for... Well, when, when Matt Hancock was stung by a scorpion, you know, he found it funny, didn't he? The rest of the campmates were very concerned and wanted to make sure, particularly lovely Scarlett Douglas. Boy George laughed.
1: I think we got a little window into what Boy George is actually thinking because he's been quite tepid up until now. In fact, all of the campmates have been quite tepid towards Matt Hancock up, up until we see a slight opening with Boy George. He's probably thinking something along the lines of, well, the scorpion. And of course, later in the show, the snake, they're both channeling lots of people who want to see him suffer. But Boy George is probably not really saying what he really thinks. He's keeping a lot of it to himself.
0: What do you think he does really think?
1: I think he's got a lot more opinions about the situation being in there with Matt Hancock. I don't think he wants to be in in there with Matt Hancock. but He really doesn't know what to do. What I find intriguing is that no one's really taken him to task, that why don't they just get get everything out on the table, get it done with and get the answers to the questions that half the country are asking anyway. But I think what it is when you're in the jungle, not everybody, because some people forget the cameras are there and some people are used to being on television so they can go along very naturally. But I think what you find in there, not everybody, but some of them are very worried about perception back home. Mm. And so they're being very careful to present themselves in a way that won't upset people or do something to their careers or whatever. But they're very conscious, regardless of what people are thinking about them. They care what people think. If you're really going to be yourself in there, you cannot worry about what people think. But I have found that people do care deeply about what people think back home.
0: I guess because everyone's got their own reasons to go on there, haven't they? And Matt Hancock particularly has been very clear that he's on there to show the country who he really is and how important he thinks that it is that politicians are seen as themselves and and we get to know them. So do, do you feel like he is playing a game? Of course he's playing a game. That's why he's there. He was voted camp leader last night. Now, I was really interested in who he chose as his deputy. He chose the journalist, didn't he?
1: (laughs) I was very surprised that he chose the Mm. journalist. But the journalist hasn't really taken him to task no, the way she, a journalist would either. She doesn't even seem like a journalist at this point. What has happened to her? I, I don't. She folded her arms in the beginning and she made some crazy slide, side glances, but that's about it. I think even she's been taken under his spell. They do seem to have done, haven't they? Yeah, you didn't know anything about this man. He does come across really well on this show. Yes, he does. That's the thing. and But then again, politicians are good at this. They're very good at... Weaving people into their web, mm-hmm.
0: and he's doing mm-hmm. a great job. Well, yeah, I mean, he's certainly. When I mean, Babatunde seems to absolutely love him, doesn't he? I mean, I think Sean, Scarlett Douglas does. Sean Walsh seems to. Obviously, yeah. they joined the show together. I'm
1: always surprised at the reaction. They're probably thinking, "Why am I liking this guy?"
0: Yeah, I know. Well, he's—I mean, I've met him, and he's very good company. And I, I can see why. I mean, he, he's got—he's got interesting stories to share with them, hasn't he? I think they find him quite interesting, don't they? That's how politicians get where they get. They have an
1: incredible mm. lack mm.
0: of winning people over
1: and making you feel like you're safe in their space, mm. and that they care about you. It, it's a skill, mm. and he has developed that very well, and it's working for him. So far, as long as the public are voting, he will be voted to do the trial. The minute that the public stops voting, that's when it will get interesting. Will he back down and say, "Okay, you could all have a go? Or will they all say, well, you're good at getting the stars, so you should just do it anyway, Mm -hmm. because the campmates can decide who will do these trials once the public stops voting
0: but, but but interestingly he has been voted to do these horrible Bush tucker trials you know how yeah. awful they are um, but then he was voted to be the camp leader in which he gets sort of special treatment so it's kind of a bit a bit mixed isn't it because you've got you've people are voting because they they, they want, they're actually giving him you know a nicer time well,
1: we don't know that it's going to be completely a nice mm. time. We don't know what they're going to do next. And the jungle's notorious for a twist That's and turn. Very true.
0: That's very true. So
1: I think that those who voted to make him camp leader might have been thinking that, that what little secret thing could pop up that will make mm. this even more unpleasant. But it doesn't look unpleasant for him. He's a, mm. He just gets on with it. It's like he's have-a-go match.
0: <laughs> have-a-go match. Now, we're very much in danger of our show becoming the Matt Hancock show. So yeah, moving, on, moving on to now. others. Now, who do you think is standing out? <laughs> oh. I love Owen. I love Owen. He's my favourite.
1: Oh, I absolutely love Owen. He's he is so, cute. so lovely and yeah. so true. Like, he probably is the most authentic in there, really.
0: <laughs> he's, I find him really funny. <laughs>
1: he's lovable. He's kind. He's extremely handsome. Very fit. And he gets on very well with everyone. He's a team player. And mm-hmm. I think he will go far in the jungle. And I also really like Jill. Oh, yeah. Imagine if Jill had been in the jungle with me. I think <laughs> I could have kept going, you know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> she could have been my motivator. You can tell that she's been in, you know, plays team sports, can't you? She's so yeah. supportive of, of the other campmates. She's very
1: supportive. I believe that if she were given the chance to do a trial, she would do very well. I think we will see her towards the end also. I thought originally that Mike Tyndall would be the one that would stand out. We yeah. did stand out a little bit yesterday for a reason that were quite different with his little speedos. Yes, indeed, yes, indeed. um, I thought he'd be the one that would win the show. I actually put my money behind Mike originally, but now things have taken turns and twists that I'm kind of wondering who's it going to be. And I think we might find that Jill and Owen do very well. Get, they, they probably get to stay in.
0: And they've, of course, formed quite a nice little friendship, haven't they? It's quite sweet. Well, but Mike Tindall, you're so right. I think most people thought he was a dead cert to, to get yeah. very far and maybe yeah. even become king of the jungle. Yeah, I thought he would become king of the jungle. I like Mike. I've met him. And he is such a lovely
1: guy. He's really down to earth and funny. And he would never tell terrible stories about the royal family he has been very dignified Mm -hmm. about them, he will not be revealing anything crazy and I thought that he would go very far but so far he hasn't really had the chance to shine has he?
0: No, I mean he he had that evening didn't he last week where he Wrapped, Boom Shake the Room um, oh, and yeah, eye yeah. Eyes Baby, which I think stunned quite a lot of people, that this guy is quite yeah. normal. And I think he's been very good for the royal family in that respect.
1: You think he's good for the royal family? I was just surprised that someone who, well, he's not really a royal family parent. He's not mm. the royal family. He's an extension of mm. the royal family. Mm. So I was just surprised, though, that he would want to do this at all because I don't think he needs to. And I just think that if I were a princess in the royal family, I'd be happy sitting in my palace just waving <laughs> him in the window. <laughs> there's no way in a million years I'd be doing what he's doing because it's a risk because you don't know what's going to happen because you have no control and they can make you look really stupid Mm. or really great Mm. depending on how those edits are done.
0: But interestingly at the moment the edits seem to be not really showing him we don't know because we're not there and as we know as you know more than than anyone you know you're there 24-7 there's action going on 24-7 but they're not showing him at all are they really? Yeah I don't know
1: why that's happening but here's the thing when the trials are on and my experience Mm -hmm. I can only really speak about my experience Mm -hmm. and also it might be different today I don't know but back in 2010 the trials if you were voted for a trial you were out all day right it was hours and so in my case I was rarely in the camp I don't even know what camp life was really like because I wasn't in it (laughs) I was literally out there in the elements all day long all the time because I think to get voted every day because I was so terrified and I do believe that viewers like to see people terrified. In this particular group, no one seems to be that terrified. Mm. They're, not, are They're they? not going to get entertainment value in a terror way. You're going to find it in other ways, I suppose, with the interaction and the stories between the campmates.
0: Do you feel like it's got kinder? I mean, there hasn't been really been... I mean, I know we've got Boy George, who is, you know, slightly bitchy and and obviously a bit of a diva. But, I mean, there have been proper bust-ups in the past, haven't there? I think this group are being very
1: careful. Mm.
0: Why do you think that is? Mike Tyndall being
1: there, I think, Mm. will have an influence on that. Mm. I don't know why, but I have that feeling. And I think they're in shock in the beginning about Matt Helfand. I think we don't know how to react. I think the fact that he's there has changed the entire dynamics of mm. what would have happened mm. had he not been there.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was a real coup for ITV. You know, some people disagree with that. Now, who do you think is, is going to win this?
1: I thought originally it would be Mike all the way because he's a rugby player. He's definitely not mm. afraid of he's tough and he will not give up. He will make sure he gets all the stars if he gets the chance to do these trials. But Mr. Hancock, if he doesn't get voted out first, he could potentially win. Mm.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think, I think a lot of people, in fact, my WhatsApp this morning has been full of people saying, Mac could win this.
1: It'll be extreme, I think. Now, I could be completely wrong. I have no idea. But I would say that he's being voted now because people want to punish him, but he's not really being punished because he's not scared of anything. And he brings back all the stars for the meals. So it'll be interesting to see what happens once the public stop voting. If he's not voted out first, then he probably isn't a chance to win that mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm.
0: That's kind of how it works, isn't it? Now, I was really interested in you saying that when you go off to do a task, how many tasks, can you remind our, our, our viewers and listeners, how, how many tasks you actually had to do? It's quite well, few,
1: I isn't had, it? had I mean, trials plus challenges. So I did every trial except one because I was exempt from it, luckily, <laughs> <laughs> because I have scoliosis, so I wasn't allowed to be swinging from a harness and, and it, that could potentially drop. But I would rather have done that one because yeah. it didn't have a bag. It's a blur. The only thing I can really remember, really, really well, is being under the ground in a coffin with rats and water. And screaming my head off, but not knowing whose scream this was. I'm thinking, who's screaming? Who's screaming? Oh my god, it's me. <laughs> it was horrific, but it was me. And then Dr. Bob came, thank God. Dr. Bob was my savior. I love Dr. Bob.
0: <laughs> oh, and that and that's of course when, when you fainted, right? I definitely
1: lost oxygen. I definitely fainted. I can't remember what happened in that oh, particular trial, but I did think in the live trial. Oh. I have a history of fainting since I was five years old. So when the circumstances are such that I haven't eaten for like two or three days, I wasn't feeling well in that live challenge, or trial as you call it, and all the boxes were ticked for just disaster. I even told them I didn't really want to go to the trial, I didn't feel well. Everyone knew I wasn't well Mm. that day. And you still had to go? Well, they wouldn't have forced me to go, but I felt obligated to go because I felt like I didn't want people to think I was trying to get out of going, so I... I did go, but I remember telling Cheryl Gasco, and I really don't feel well. And I went up to the bush tucker little thing you go into to tell, and I told them they all knew I wasn't well.
0: Golly! So, so when you are away, you are away doing the bush tucker trial, you're out of the camp as you said earlier for the whole day. Do you see Anton deck? Like, can you explain like what happens?
1: You don't see Anton deck at first. So, I can only speak about what happened in 2010. So, when you leave, you're taken away by these like guards dressed in fatigues. But they will not speak to you. No one speaks to you. So you could be walking for what seems like miles. You're, you're walking, walking, walking for ages, as I was. It felt like miles, but it probably wasn't miles, but it felt like miles. And you're so hungry. And, and you. And back then, it was meagre rations. I mean, hardly enough to survive one, I think. But anyway, and that's why i was so hungry. Your your blood sugar levels are all over the place. And so you're, you're, you're feeling dizzy. You're lightheaded. And you're walking, 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 walking. No one's speaking to you. You're asking questions. Please, could you speak to me? Please, could I have something to eat? Could you give me a, anything? Like No one speaks. So you're just completely isolated from any communication with anyone. And then you're just waiting for the trial to become ready. And then you meet with producers and they speak to you and you're allowed to have interaction with them about what's going to happen and what you have to do. But you don't see out and deck until the trial, literally like I would say 30 seconds before the trial starts.
0: Oh, really? And and how are they? How are they are they sort of funny as they, they as they, are they on screen? They only
1: interact with you about the trial. They do not interact with you about anything else. You're not having a conversation with that and
0: deck Wow! Because because the way it comes across on the telly is that every you know they're having a jolly old time with you all.
1: No, it's all very lean and very clear. You're not shooting the breeze with them at all. Mm. I wish that were the case. <laughs> yeah, no, I bet. It got to the point that every time I would see Ant deck, I would start shaking. <laughs> <laughs> I became allergic to them.
0: Do you look back on your time with, with terror?
1: I look back on my time, I literally laugh my head off about it. Because I can't believe I did it, and I can't believe I got through it, and I can't believe and even understand why it's become so iconic. Because here's what happens. I've not been allowed to forget about the jungle. I would say that every day, or at least every other day, regardless of where I am, which country I'm in even, People come up to me and say, oh, please tell me about the jungle. Even yesterday, I was in a taxi in London. They said, oh, my God, I loved you in the jungle. I said, that was 12 years ago. Yeah, I know, but you were the best. I I can't, I, I voted for you all the time. I'm really sorry. I voted for you every time because you were so entertaining. I'm like, gee, thanks. Apparently, I was entertaining, but I didn't want to entertain anyone. I was just there. I I, I thought I'd be cooking beans and rice. I had no idea this would happen to me. But what occurred on the first day when we arrived, we did some kind of challenge. I don't think it was even a trial. It was just a challenge. They have challenges in the trial. It seemed the same to me. But anyway, there was a group challenge. And I had to go up and put my hand into this box with these horrible things inside. And Sean Ryder was beside me, I remember. And all of a sudden, they poured these horrible smelling gigantic things that were crawling all over me I literally thought I- I'm gonna die I, I can't cope I-, I have serious phobias I literally if you threw a plastic spider at me I- I'll run from the room screaming I, I can't even I can't bear it I-, I-, I don't know why I have this this really intense fear that just will not go away and it's not just spiders it's any kind of creepy crawly.
0: what is it you think that makes celebrities sign up to this show I mean, it looks horrific. It looks so frightening.
1: People don't know exactly what they're getting themselves in for. Some think they won't be voted for any trials. I had no idea what I was getting myself into. I did not watch that show, so I did not know the depths of craziness that I would be exposed to. After that first day, I was mortified. It felt embarrassing, humiliating, mortifying, terrifying, all wrapped into one, and everyone else seemed to be having a great time. And I'm like... Well, I'm not. The only thing I did enjoy in the end was my hammock. I actually found it easy to sleep in the hammock, funnily enough. And with the swinging motion, all the insects were kept away. Whereas if you're in a flat bed that doesn't move, the insects
0: can just easily get there. Well, that's a good tip, isn't it, for for anybody wanting to take that next year, for sure?
1: because it moves and and when you turn slightly in the night it moves again like it continually moves because you're always moving a bit in your bed aren't you you're not completely motionless so any slight movement tips that hammock and they just run away and what people also don't realise the ground is in Australia the ground is crawling It's they're everywhere it's just I just took my contact lenses out in the end so I didn't see anything
0: <laughs> that's not a bad idea <laughs> now I hear that you are involved or have been involved in the All Stars series of I'm a Celebrity
1: I think that's gossip
0: do you? You're not allowed to talk about it, are you? I can't deny or... <laughs> well, we're all going to look forward to seeing you in that, Gillian. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's been great talking to you.
1: Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, no, <laughs> I've, you... I've enjoyed it. It's a bit like therapy, you know? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thanks for listening. I'm Katie Hind and that was Jungle Confidential, the Mail's daily podcast about all things I'm a celebrity. Find us at dailymail.co.uk slash jungleconfidential, at Mail Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. Join us every day for insiders, mail experts, former winners, celebrities and insider info you won't hear anywhere else.